Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Stock Market Today. My name is Ken Shreve, joined today by Justin Nielsen. On today's show, we're going to go over uh, what happened in the stock market uh, today. And uh, But before we do that, I want to throw it over to Justin, who, uh, as usual, has got three stocks to watch. Yeah, you know, the theme right now really is about the stocks with some good relative strength lines that have held up during the, the correction. So if this is a rally that does lead to few further gains, uh, we've got some that are already starting off well. And so to that end, let's take a look at Dell, Eli Lilly, and XPO today. Sounds good. Well, let's start by taking a look at the NASDAQ uh, composite, which extended gains uh, seven days in a row up uh, above the 50-day moving average. Not much volume in the market today, but uh, NAS, uh, Justin, with the NASDAQ up a whopping 6.6% last week, uh, wouldn't wouldn't have been surprising to see some selling today, and maybe it is a, a market that's looking a little overbought, but the NASDAQ is still showing strength there. Yeah, I mean, as you said, that was a really strong uh, week last week. And personally, I would have liked a digestion of the gains. Um, we, we did get that to a degree. I mean, a, a lot of stuff really wasn't moving that much. If you look at the advanced versus decliners, um, uh, decliners were well ahead of advancers on both the NYSE and the NASDAQ. Not in a huge way like we were seeing before, where it was like five to one, six to one, but still, uh, you know, definitely in favor of the decliners. Uh, so a little bit of a digestion here, and that's kind of what we were asking for. So you can't really complain too much when you get it. The main point is that we're not giving up the gains from last week. And there's more stocks that I feel like are setting up, you know, taking a little break maybe uh, would be good for a lot of these stocks to potentially build a platform from which they can move higher. Yeah, very much so. All right. So, uh, yeah, breadth on the NASDAQ, not quite two to one uh, negative. Let's take a look at the uh, S&P 500. Uh, breadth there was also negative, uh, not quite uh, three to one, but almost a, a similar, very similar looking uh, uh, chart here for the S&P 500. It's, at, it's not up seven days in a row. It's up six days in a row, but still holding above its uh, its 50-day uh, uh, moving average, and then take a look at the the Dow here, which also managed a, a small gain. And uh, boy, the, all these indexes look uh, very much alike. The real weakness in the market today was in the uh, in small caps. Yeah. You can see uh, IWM uh, was down, I think, more than more than one percent uh, at one point. Yeah, down uh, one point two percent. And uh, mid caps uh, MDY uh, also uh, struggled today with a one uh, percent uh, decline. But uh, Overall, uh, not such a bad uh, bad day in the mm -hmm. S&P 500. Like I said, up uh, up 5.8% uh, uh, last last week. So we'll see what uh, what tomorrow brings. Uh, why don't we start by taking a look? Well, at you know, the, real yeah. quick, I just want to mention sure. on the on the Russell 2000. You know, as much as it you know it stinks to have a one percent loss, uh, you got to remember that the Russell 2000 was even more powerful last week. I mean, it it had gains of two percent back to back, whereas the other indexes were really kind of at one percent. So I, I think the bigger issue here is again when you when you've got big gains like that, it is normal to kind of take a break. Um, the the trouble that we're going to have to be aware of is that we are coming to a level of resistance, right? You know whether whether you draw a line at these um, you know at, at the fifty day moving average line or for the Nasdaq and S and P five hundred, just drawing a line along the tops. Um, you know we are getting up to that level. So now it's a matter of can we break through it or not? 
Yeah, that definitely applies with IWM, uh, test of the 50-day moving average here, and also uh, MDY. And I neglected to mention, yeah, that Russell 2000, uh, like you like you said, Justin, last week up more than uh, 7%. So big uh, weekly gain for the small cap index uh, last week. All right, mentioned uh, volume pretty light in the market uh, today. Let's start by taking a look at uh, Dell, uh, which is in a nice, uh, nice little setup here. D-E-L-L is the uh, symbol here. We'll start with the daily chart. Yeah, so I mean, one of the things that happened today was this was a breakout of your traditional double bottom base. Uh, you can see how that undercut of the 64.32 level happened, and now we just broke through the middle of the W, and that's our that's our buy signal for a double bottom. So right there at 77.7, um, there's some positive comments uh, from analysts about what the what the future looks like for Dell in terms of uh, rebound in servers. Uh, server buying, especially because of AI, uh, they're looking at potentially like 15%. I, th I thought I saw one analyst um, remark as opposed to the three to 5% year over year numbers that they've been looking at uh, previously. So there's definitely a fundamental story here. Uh, AI, you know, they're they're very involved with the, the servers that do make AI possible. But more importantly, it's not just the story, but you're matching the chart action here too. There is definite demand here being shown. I think what we saw from the last earnings report uh, was such a strong reaction. Um, and then the fact that it was able to hold all of those gains and make this double bottom, which a lot of times double bottoms can be violent. This one was only 12%. So technically it qualified as a flat base too. Uh, so the fact that it held those gains and you're also showing, seeing right there that blue dot on the relative strength line, that means that this made new highs ahead of the price um, and while the, while the stock was still in a base. And so that's that's pretty strong action there too. Yeah, definitely one of the better looking uh, technical setups in, in the market here. Uh, you mentioned that gap up uh, about three months ago when they reported earnings and then just night, nice, relatively tight sideways yeah. trading along the 50-day moving average. We're going to hear from Dell in about uh, three weeks, uh, but a good relative strength line and a, a good breakout for the stock uh, today. So let's move on uh, and take a look at uh, Eli Lilly. This is a, a leaderboard uh, leaderboard stock and uh, done done well with it. And it is uh, still still acting well uh, in this market here, finding support at the 50-day. Yeah, so Leaderboard uh, did up the position on this one, um, you know, to a, a three-quarter position. So it is one of the larger positions on that model portfolio. And the reason is, well, let's take a look at the weekly chart. Uh, this has had a nice run. Um, it, it's really held that 10-week moving average line for the most part. It's had a couple touches. So, you know, you have to be careful of, you know, buying when something has had multiple touches of that 10 week moving average line without forming a base. The last base was really, um, you know, back back there, uh, you know, a, a few months ago. So, and, and it was a flat base, one where it had really kind of retained the gains that it made from the breakout um, all the way back in uh, the, the, the the April, April uh, timeframe. So uh, tight action, relatively maintained above that 10 week moving average line. And it's got a good story too. You've got uh, not only, you know, the the weight loss drugs that everyone is talking about now, but, you know, they, they also have Alzheimer's treatments that are going on uh, that are showing a lot of promise too. So uh, definitely a, a reason behind our interest in it on leaderboard. And one of those big things that you can see right now, again, relative strength line uh, right there at new highs. Uh, this was one that was just holding up so well when the market wasn't doing well. As the market was making new lows, uh, lower lows, 
This one was making higher lows. And that's one of the things I also like to see uh, in stocks that I'm looking for. Yeah, and a very good point about uh, support at the 10-week moving average. Uh, you often see a stock break out. And you can see Eli Lilly broke out of this shallow little cup base here, and then it formed a little flat base up in this area here. And sometimes a stock will pull back to the 10-week line several times. In, in Lilly's case, you had a pullback uh, right here. Let me see if I can get this to... Uh, yeah, the, this was a pullback right in this area here, and then another pullback a few weeks later. So this looks to me just to be the, the second uh, test of a 10-week line. So it doesn't look uh, doesn't look too extended, but definitely a, a healthcare name acting well in this market. Um, all right, let's uh, go into the transportation uh, sector and take a look at uh, logistics firm XPO. Uh, ticker symbol, not surprisingly, XPO. What do you see here, Justin? Well, you know, I'm glad you started on the weekly chart here because I think you have to put the, the perspective of this big move that it had earlier this year and how well it's been able to, again, hold on to those gains. Yes, it did dip below the 10-week moving average line a couple times, but we're seeing it rebound very strongly right back. Um, so it, it really kind of came out of this double bottom structure uh, back, in, back in September. And it, it, it did fail. And so we did get back below the 50, back below the 10 week moving average line. And, you know, you would have hit a 7%, 8% stop loss from that double bottom. But now we're retaking it. And so you have to sometimes be willing to buy a stock back if it does end up, you might have had the right stock, wrong time. And given what was going on with the market at the time, um, and here again, the market was making lows, making lower lows. And this, this really held very well. It wasn't really making uh, lows uh, from, from those prior two areas. So this, this is one of the reasons why the relative strength was a little bit stronger on this. And now we're seeing another uh, good move above its 50-day moving average line after earnings uh, at the end of the month in October. And here we are uh, today, you know, kind of holding on to those gains. So uh, something to watch. It's still in that blue shaded area. That's kind of showing you where a buy zone is from that double bottom that failed. Uh, but if we if we can hold here, uh, this can this can potentially have another run. Yeah, no doubt. And what was uh, particularly impressive with XPO uh, after three straight uh, weekly declines where it gave up the uh, the 10-week moving average, uh, volume last week rose uh, quite a bit. So definitely had a little bit of accumulation uh, going on. And as a stock uh, regains a, a buy point, uh, if you see it happen with volume, that's, uh, that's, that's even better. So right at the top of the 5% uh, uh, buy zone here. All right. Well, Justin, appreciate your uh, insight as usual. We are, uh, uh, we are in a confirmed uh, uptrend uh, still. But uh, again, we're looking at a market that might starting to be look a little overbought now. So at this point, we'll be just gauging what do the pullbacks uh, look like? Are they happening in, in very, very heavy volume? Are we seeing distribution days or are we seeing kind of low volume behind the declines uh, going forward in the indexes? That's what the bulls want to see. Heavy volume on the way up and then low volume on the on the way down. But still decent uh, crop of stocks out there to, uh, to choose from. Uh, so that'll do it uh, for today. Uh, I think it's going to be Justin and Ed uh, tomorrow uh, for Tuesday's stock market today video. So uh, be sure to be sure to join them right after the close. Uh, that'll do it for uh, today. Hope you have a great afternoon. We'll see you tomorrow. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.